This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. I am a licensed esthetician and certified makeup artist. This podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about skin and how to take care of it. From acne to anti-aging, I am covering it all and making it easy to understand. Follow me on Instagram at pureskinoc. Hey guys, here's part two of my interview with Jen Pham, the makeup artist. Um, okay, so favorite makeup primer and why do you like these? Why do you think these are necessary now? Mm, okay, so um, I, my all-time all-around favorite is the uh, mineral primer from Hourglass. It's sweat-proof, it fills in pores, um, it's just a very versatile um, makeup primer. So I like that one for, um, I use it for my bridal clients too. But if I notice that um, they kind of just need to have their pores filled in, sometimes I will go in with a Makeup Forever smoothing primer. And then for my clients who are very oily, um, I use the Makeup Forever mattifying primer, but only in the places that they are the most oily and very sparingly, because if you use too much, the foundation that you put on top will roll. Okay. Okay. So you have to be careful with that one. Mm-hmm. And why do you like a makeup primer? Um, it, it also helps with color correcting sometimes too. It helps make your makeup last longer, but it also helps with color correcting. So some of my clients, um, they'll be really tan on their forehead. So if I use, let's say an orange concealer that will help counterbalance the coloring so that I can, um, if I put a foundation there, it won't look too ashy. Mm -hmm. Um, For my clients with rosacea, or if they have a lot of redness or sunburn, um, using a green primer is really great because then it's sheer enough that it'll help color correct, but not show through when you're using foundation so that you don't look too green. Okay, that's very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about it as a concealing mechanism, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. So then you don't have to pile on so much makeup that it looks too cakey as well. Um, which I think is key. I think between, you know, making sure that you're wearing the right formula and then making sure you're wearing the right color. I think that's where people miss a lot. Oh, yeah, you know, you for can, sure. You can see the separation between their jawline and neck and you're like, ooh. Or people mm-hmm. who just, I mean, I, and I think this is a trend that's been going on for a while, which is such a shame is I think everybody kind of looks the same because I think everybody starts mm-hmm. off like they're doing the canvas, you know, which is what you want. You want to, you know, get rid of all the blemishes, get everything, you know, you want to hide so you can start adding color and all that. Like, I get that. But I feel like people are all using the same color foundation, like this, this <laughs> beigey color. And it doesn't matter what color skin you originally had. 
you have beige skin and then you just, you start adding and it's just, they're now nobody's using their natural stuff anymore. You know, they're hiding everything mm-hmm. and then adding in whatever they want. Oh and yeah. Everybody's looking mm-hmm. the same and it's tragic and it's so much makeup. And I just think what their shower looks like at the end of the night, which is all that makeup coming off. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's insane. I mean, when I do facials and I wash people's face, I'm like, that's a lot of makeup. Like, I just don't think you needed that much, you know, but I think, you know, with YouTube and all the other stuff that people watch, they, you know, I think the trend is going in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. (sighs) Okay. So let's talk about tricks to making makeup last all day. You said primer was uh, one way. Um, Now, what about, I mean, brides is good that's a different thing because there's you know different setups whatever but just I'm going to work and I need my makeup to last for most of the day what what can what are some tricks um for me I personally love skincare so if you have great skin you're it's going to hold on to your makeup a lot better and you're going to be able to wear less so I always try to get my clients on a skincare regimen and I also try to get them in to see an esthetician to get facials every month I try to do the same um, or at least quarterly so that I can, you know, just decongest my skin. Thank you for that. I didn't even prompt you to say that, but <laughs> no, it's so true. <laughs> it is true. And some people are like, yeah, of course you're going to say that. I'm like, no, it really like if the better your skin is, the better condition it, really it is, is, the better the makeup will look and last. Yes. I tell all my brides that I make them bring their skincare in to see me on the first time I meet them so that we can go through their skincare and see if we can improve anything that they need. Good, good. And for people who don't know, um, when we, the first course that you take at um, Empire is all about skincare. That's how I got to be an esthetician because that's the part that I fell in love with was skin. So Mm -hmm. yes, she's a makeup artist, but you know, she has a lot of experience and we learn a lot about skin and how to take care of it. So, um, you know, I trust that you know what you're doing because I know you have the information <laughs> behind you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So um, a little bit back to foundation. Um, you said you don't really have brushes. What are you using to apply your foundation on yourself and then uh, your clients? So right now I'm using Kosa. So it's a very sheer oil. So I use my fingers because that's going to give you the most coverage and also the most blendability. Um, for my clients, since I'm using Danessa Myricks most of the time, um, I'm using a paddle brush. And then if I need any blending, I'll go in with um, a beauty blender just to blend out any harsh. What's a paddle brush? Do I know what that is? Oh, it's like the, tra- like the traditional paddle brush that we used to apply makeup in from, um, from Empire. It looks like a little paddle. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, or like yeah. Like a yeah. little pizza, okay. Okay. half Can pizza thing. Can you explain that more for for <laughs> everybody else listening? I was like, what is she talking about? Okay, I, I still actually have that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Um, so a paddle brush is it's a synthetic um, brush, and it looks like a bigger traditional concealer brush. I guess that's yeah. the best way yeah. I could explain it, but. Um, Using synthetic brushes with foundation is really great because it won't um, soak up any of the product that you're using so that you're not wasting as much product as if you were using, let's say, like a natural bristle um, blush brush. Um, It helps a lot. Um, And then it's really great if you need coverage because you can do like a, a basket weave kind of technique 
where you need more coverage and that'll give you way more coverage than just like packing it all right. on one spot. Um, and then, so the beauty blender, you use that a lot? I do. Yeah. I have a lot because I use a new one for each client, but they're, they are reusable and you can wash them. Um, but I carry a lot with me so that each client right. has their own beauty blender. Um, Okay. But for yourself, you prefer your fingers. I don't like to recommend fingers for people because not everybody will make sure that their hands are clean. (laughs) Yes. It just really depends on the foundation. If it's a sheer foundation, more than likely you will have to use um, your fingers or like a really dense synthetic brush so that um, your brush doesn't eat up too much of the product. Um, and then, uh, okay. So let's talk about contour and highlighting. I know we mentioned it a little bit before. Um, I don't think people know what they're doing. Um, and this isn't even just like the makeup artist in me. This is just like, I have eyes and I think that everybody, I, you watch a YouTube video and people don't understand that they are contouring and highlighting for their face and your face is different than that person's face. And so, how you con how even yes. you how you're going to contour your face is going to be very different than how I'm going to contour my face, and I think mm-hmm. that people need to understand mm-hmm. that. Um, but so, how do people? I don't know if there's a general way you can even explain it, or if uh, how do people pick a contour color? Um, if I I can't stand uh, orange, I'm seeing brown and like brown brown, not like a shade of brown, like brown brown, and I see a lot of orange. And I also think that blush, people are confused. And so now blush is starting to turn like a orangey brown color. I don't know what's happening there, but none of it's right. (laughs) So if you could just kind of give some advice along that stuff, that area. Yeah. So the current trend right now is just really bronzy. So a lot of people just um, use bronzer as, they as their contour and blush color so that's why you see a lot of orange going on (laughs) you should still put some some blush in there to like give yourself a little bit of dimension but color too do you really want contouring blush to be brown don't you want it to be like 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 pinky red or like you know what I mean some version of color (laughs) yeah you know how it is like everyone really loves the monotone or monochromatic um palette right now so if they want like brown lips they want like a bronze cheek um and so they won't okay. put a blush on that's just that's what they're sometimes. doing okay well at least I understand <laughs> what they're doing now I don't like it but at least I understand it I just thought they were putting brown blush on and I was like listen ladies <laughs> okay sorry so go ahead how do you pick a color and so, how do you do it so if you're trying to pick a contour color you want to pick more of an ash gray tone because if you were to look at your shadow, it's not brown, it's not orange, it's, you know, that's black isn't really a color, but you know, that right. it looks like black, right? So when you're picking um, a contour color, you want to go for um, an ash brown color. If you can't find that, then going two shades darker than your foundation color to find your contour color is your best bet. But we have so many products now, there's no way that you can't find an ashy um, contour color. So um, if you're looking for a powder contour, I really like the Kevin O'Quan, um, Meet The color is medium. And that's pretty universal? 
Universal, yes. For people who are um, who have deeper toned skins, um, you can go with I think number three. I can't remember if it's warm, but I think and I know for sure okay. number two works. Also, if you um, if you are if your skin tone is a lot deeper, sometimes reverse contouring, which is highlighting, is better than going. Oh, darker that's interesting. So you're bringing out mm-hmm. instead of so trying you to can... hide. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. We, you also know that contouring, there's, there's so many different yes. steps. Um, so many different things you need to do for special features. So con- talking about contouring alone could be like a couple of hours of it just could, discussing because the topic. I, I don't think people but, understand that, you know, when you contour, you want to, you're, you're doing specific things. And I think when people watch these contour videos, they see that they're, they might be trying to raise their eyebrows or give themselves cheekbones or a jawline, whatever, but not everybody needs all of that. And I think that's where people are Mm -hmm. losing it. So, yeah. So let's just talk about cheeks because I feel like everyone loves to contour their cheeks, right? <laughs> so technically contouring should only go from your ear, the base of your ear, or not the base, the, the top of your ear, to the outer iris of your mm-hmm. eye. Right. So it's not not to halfway into your people or to your nose. It's a very small area that you just need to um hit that spot. And if you do, then it'll pop your cheek out really, really well. And you want to blend upwards, not downwards, because if you go too far down then you're dragging your cheek down right. rather than well, up, and right? that's another thing people have to realize especially with aging you want everything to be up you know your focus yes. should always be up yes. instead of like looking down and you you're gonna go where the darkness is you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so then from there you want to like go in with your blush but you want it to kind of overlap each other so that the blush also gets a little bit darker so that it's creating more of the illusion of that your cheek is more mm-hmm. three-dimensional as well and from there that's where you get your highlight and if you really want to pop your cheek just a little bit of shimmer right where um it hits the top of the crest is the best um explain the top of the, the crest more Oh, so like the where the highest point of okay. your cheek is, that's where okay. you want to put your I just, I mean, I understand this speak because I just want to make sure they all understand mm-hmm. all the words that, <laughs> are, um, that you're using. Um, so if now, do you prefer yeah. powder um, contour highlight or do you mix it up depending on the skin? For my, my clients, I use cream, but I um, usually don't recommend cream for everybody because sometimes it's a lot harder to blend if you don't know how. So if you're a beginner, I would go in with a powder Practice. first. Mm-hmm, yeah, once you get that technique down, then you can move forward onto like cream and then figure out how to blend that um, with the easiest way for you. It depends right, also on the product. You know. um, now, just let's just talk about lips a little bit. Are you know? Do you have any favorite lip glosses, lip lipsticks? I mean, I only wear lip gloss. Um, I love NYX, NYX, or whatever yeah. you're supposed to call it. Um, I love their lip glosses, mm-hmm. um, and they have one that just re- it lasts like a lipstick, but it is a gloss because uh, I don't really love the matte look, mm-hmm. although that seems to be popular. Um, do you have any like you know recommendations on yeah, I don't or even either. on ways to make it last longer, ways that aren't gonna like dry out the lips? Any any tips regarding lips? 
Mm-hmm. So I, again, I like to prep the lips really well. So for my clients, if I know that I'm going to see them early in the morning and they're going to have a long day, I actually um, have them use the Laneige sleeping mask okay. for their lips um, so that the morning their lips are nice and plump. And then you want to go in with a nice lip balm right. before too. Um, if I am seeing a client and I won't be seeing them for the rest of the day, they need their lips to last a lot longer. I will mix their lip color. Let's say I, I'm using Mac. I'll mix it in with a similar color that's a matte lipstick so that it has more longevity within oh, okay. their lips. Um, do you do a liner first and line all the lips? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll still line. Yeah, I'll still line. And then um, I'll mix in a little bit of the matte lipstick to give it a little bit more tackiness so that it can dry down okay. a, a lot and better. And then as applying well. it with a lip brush kind of puts it into the lips a little bit deeper too, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yes. And if you don't have access to a matte lipstick, you can get um, a tissue paper or even like a square of toilet paper. You want to like um, bring it down to a one ply rather than the two. Put that over your lips, take a brush with powder on it, and then tap over where your lips are and then apply lip color again. And that'll help boost oh, the Very too. smart. Um, okay. Anything about brows that you would, I mean, everybody's microblading these days, but some people might want. Yeah, please stop trimming <laughs> your brows. Sorry, that was really funny. <laughs> Are people cutting like the tops of them? Please stop trimming like, them. Making the hair shorter. Yeah, by themselves though. I mean, it's just don't trim your brows in general because when you when you get old and you don't want to trim them anymore, mm-hmm. they kind of look crazy, you know. But if you're trimming by themselves, I've seen so many clients who have like more eyebrows on one side than the other and it's always because they trimmed and yeah I think eyebrows are tricky to do on your own because you know you have to get close to the mirror to see what you're doing whether you have good eyesight or bad (laughs) eyesight you're usually going to get closer to the mirror and then you kind of have to back away a little bit and then your perspective changes and one hair can make a difference yeah and most people over tweeze yeah and then you know our eyebrows are as we always say eyebrows are sisters not twins and so then people they almost make it worse they make it more obvious that their eyebrows are different because they have they just they can do one side better than the other you're right-handed left-handed whatever so I think there's so many things that go into it so Mm -hmm. I'm always telling my clients just leave them alone (laughs) come in I'll take care of it for you yeah Uh, so okay so Thankfully, right now, the trend is to have fuller, mm-hmm. fluffier brows. Have you heard of like brow lamination? I have. Yes, 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 yes. Do you like it? Yeah, that's a new thing that people are doing. Um, I haven't seen enough of it yet. I think it looks really great when they have uh-huh. microbladed brows. Um, I want to get it on myself to see how good it looks so I can yeah, see for myself. I think it can be great. And I've seen a lot of great ones. I've also seen a lot of bad ones. Um, it makes me nervous. You know, my <laughs> sister got it done and she loved it the first time. And then uh, the girl ended up doing something different. And so now her eyebrows are not the same. And then <laughs> the girl went too deep. So basically she did not get her eyebrows uh, microbladed. She got them tattooed yeah oh, no so, so yeah, it's, it's like it's more permanent off her brow line it's not like some of the color on one of her brows is not even where her 
brows should should be <laughs> so now like she, has to, she like had a baby and was is uh breastfeeding so she can't do anything because you can put like do like saline get it like corrected with like saline solution or whatever uh, but that's a whole thing and you can't do it when you're pregnant breastfeeding so she's just been kind of living with it and she has to like conceal and then she has to add color so she has more work than she had before <laughs> and I just think that's what scares oh, that's me that's a bummer you know I see it in my future, but it scares me because it, it can be permanent. And then, and then what do you do? You know, <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite things to do when I meet a client is if they have um, eyeliner tattoo from a long time ago and it's um, either starting to fade or they're losing elasticity, so it's not as beneficial right. to their eye anymore. I love color correcting, and then. Um, color correcting and then correcting their eyeshadow to help lift their eyes. Yeah, because that's so a good before and after. That's great. Yeah, yeah my mom got um, her eyeliner tattooed, and this was like 30 years ago, and she still has it. And it's supposed to fade and all that, and it has in some places, but not the right places. So now every day she has to fill it in. Tattoos don't work in my family. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing permanent. We shouldn't do that stuff. Um, so as far as like um, adding color to brows is, do you have a favorite is, is like gel or um, like they have the brush on colors now or using eyeshadow. Do you have any favorites? I mean, I know mm-hmm. you said you use eyeliner, but. Oh, sorry. Brow not eyeliner, brow, yeah. brow liner. Um... <laughs> <I know. laughs> Could you imagine? She's got um... brows. <laughs> <laughs> I like using it depends so if I'm using a cream I like using the Anastasia dip powder or oh, okay. dip brow sorry um if I'm using a shadow I like using the Senna book palette Anastasia also has a book palette mm-hmm. that works really nice um most of the time I will always um put a wax through them um I like using the one from Soap Brows they do a really good job with the brow wax and it, it holds it brows really well. It doesn't feel goopy or anything or thick? It feels a little gooby, but then um, once you brush through and it kind of just like sets down, you don't okay. really feel it anymore. Now, do you have a... You have okay. to activate it. Do you it. have a preference for when you would use a shadow versus, um, you know, something like a liner? Or is it just depend on the point? Yeah, so if you have really good brows, then you can get away with using a powder. The only time I would layer different brow products is if I'm trying to correct your shape and I need more depth okay. in that area. Okay. So mm-hmm. so then I'll go in with um, dip brow first and then I'll go in with powder to give it a little bit more depth um, to make your brow look fuller and okay. more symmetrical. Okay. See, I'm learning things that, you know, I wasn't taught because some of this stuff wasn't around when <laughs> 20 years ago. I'm so old. Um, do you have any favorite um, mm-hmm. blushes? Blushes, um, NARS is always a good one. I also love the blushes from Hourglass. I haven't even heard of Hourglass, and you've mentioned um, it like five times. Yeah, I haven't heard really? of that one. Yes, um, they started actually oh, wow. in Venice, um, and they are all about um, innovative beauty. So uh, I'm sure you've seen it because they have like they have like lighting powders uh-huh. is what they call it ambient lighting powders and they call it like their Instagram filter for powders that's funny oh I'm gonna check it out now (laughs) like I kind of want to go to like 
some yeah. clothes for those makeup and <laughs> kind of play with all these things that you've talked about mm-hmm. today. <laughs> Yeah, so the blushes from Hourglass are really nice because they're um, marbled. Um, So they have their ambient lighting mixed in with their blushes so that you get a three-dimensional look all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I will say, though, if you are getting them, make sure you check the palette or the blush first to see that you have enough color in there because sometimes since they're individually pressed, there's too much ambient powder in there and not enough color. So you want to double check before oh, you okay, walk great. out with it. Thank you. Um, and then also, um, I don't think this is a huge issue, but some people ask about um, body makeup. Is there something, um, some brand that you like? Like say you're, if, I, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know what people use body makeup for, covering tattoos or whatever. They're, they're going to be contouring their legs. Ah, I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Yeah, so for covering tattoos, I actually like to airbrush. Um, I'll still color correct beforehand, but I'll airbrush and then you want to powder in between each layer so that it sets down really nice. Um, If you're looking to give yourself like an all over body glow or tan for the day, um, Carlene K makes a really good tanning solution, not tanning solution, tanning lotion for the day. Um, Melanie Mills also has a great illuminating lotion for the whole body. Um, a lot of people really like the dry oils now too. That helps a lot. That's as far as I go for body makeup. And if you really want to go the extra mile, you can contour a little bit on your, yes. your decollete. That was a trick um, that I took home with me. And I don't, I mean, I, I do have, I mean, I have big boobs, so <laughs> I have good cleavage, but I had friends that did not. And so every time we went out, because this was my early 20s. So every time we went out, it was like, Devin, can you give me boobs tonight? <laughs> I'm like, I gotcha. I gotcha. I know how to do that. And that was always fun. <laughs> Um, yes. Okay. So I think that's kind of it. I mean, we covered a lot of things. Do you have anything else? Uh, I mean, I'm, I want you to give everybody your information, but do you have any other like random tips or anything else you'd want to add? Mm, no, I don't think so. We no, covered really a lot did. today. Okay. So give everybody your, um, information, but also spell your, um, your website in your, um, your social media. Cause I want people to understand, um, exactly how to spell it. So it's, it's a little different. Yeah. So you can find me at Famous Beauty, that is P-H-A-M-O-U-S Beauty. Um, So FamousBeauty.com, Instagram at Famous Beauty, Pinterest at Famous Beauty. Perfect. (laughs) I mean, your website does have a lot of like before and after pictures and just some of your work and everything. So I think that'd be a good place for people to start too. Um, Yeah, I need to get back (laughs) into that. I... I'm so busy. I always forget my before and I, I always know, get my after. I do the same thing sometimes when I'm doing like facials. I'm like, man, I should have taken a before picture because your skin looks so good. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get my <laughs> because, you know, you're talking to your client, you're, you know, you're getting to work. So you don't think about the picture all the time. But yes. yeah, I think, I mean, I think you have some great pictures. So I think, you know, people will um, love you. you. And then where are you? Um, I mean, I know you're in Orange County now, but um, how far do you travel out? Like if, you know, somebody's looking for someone like you. Yeah, so um, I travel all over this next year. I have a few destination weddings, so I'll be in Mexico and the Philippines. It just depends on travel. Um, But typically, I am in Santa Ana or LA. Nice. And then you go to people, or do you have 
Okay. Yes, I do so go you to people. Have, like a specific place that that you would have clients meet you or something, right? Um, I have a home studio that my clients come to for their bridal previews, but oh, that's about so it. Fancy, so fancy. Um, Okay. So, um, I think that covers everything and thank you so much for doing this. I, I, I mean, I know I've learned a lot and I feel like I knew a lot. So I think people who, um, are, you know, really need to learn more about their skin and how to wear makeup. I think they'll get a lot of, a lot from this podcast. Of course. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye.